separated but living together. There are roughly 6,500 languages in the world. You're more than likely in a place where most people speak your language. I'll even go as far as to say with almost the same accent. Yet, you can feel like no one understands you. You're in a place with everyone who looks similar to you, same skin hue, many of the same struggles, you follow the same patterns, same mundane jobs, same predictable church service, same kinds of curated pictures for the gram. While we're all leading separate lives, is it really our commonalities that bind us together and the differences that set us apart? Or could it be that we're all in the same trenches, together, although we may live apart? I used to work for a company and I felt it was time for me to move on. Well, it was no surprise that they asked me to return their uniforms, keys, cell phone, and computer. That is to say, push out, sis, because you don't live here no more. In other words, I could no longer have access to or benefit from the perks as I was the one who decided to walk away. Don't get me wrong, if it was the other way around, the same would apply. Now imagine you quit a job and they still ask you to come in, but the catch was you were not getting paid and had zero perks. <laughs> yes, I know, they done lost their cotton-picking mind. I can only presume that that's what it might look like when one severs ties but stays where they used to reside. Togetherness and separateness exist side by side in us. Well, maybe just some of us. Personally, I like being with and around someone, but I also want to be left alone. The fact that many couples on the path to separation or divorce find themselves living together because they are unable to afford two separate residences is an unfortunate reality. From the outside looking in, this might seem absurd, but it's not that far-fetched. Seriously, were you ever even in love if your ex hasn't lived rent-free in your mind for an extended period of time? Hashtag, you are not alone. Although there can be no real connection if there is too much distance, it's possible to be distant in close proximity. I'm sure many of us can attest to the chess move known as the silent treatment. Still, when two become one, the steps to disconnection become that much harder. The paradox of intimacy is that separateness is a prerequisite for connection. But once that soul has been died, buddy, you'll need the jaws of life to detach. It has many of us wishing we had listened to God when he said, ah, ah, wait. Anywho, since the toothpaste is already out the tube for many folks, let's discuss three types of separation. Trial, permanent, and legal separation. Trial separation. Let's call this a time up. Put your face to the wall and not a peep out of you. But in all seriousness, a trial separation may be an option if you and your spouse want to break from each other while you decide whether or not to divorce. Legally, not much has changed during the separation since all marital property laws still apply. Meaning, whatever you buy while you are not here is still ours. This scenario reminds me of when Hagar got sent away the first time. When she first became pregnant, sweet girl had the nerve, like any good side chick would, to think that she was about to occupy a permanent position because she filled a temporary need. There she was taunting Sarai, who 
who, like many of us, wanted to backpedal on a move that was our own bright idea. Can somebody shout, backfired? Often we don't consider all the possible plays in motion, nor can we determine what another person's action may be. Certainly, Sarai never imagined, not in her wildest dreams, that a servant wife would have the audacity. Pissed! Sarai then rose up on Abram and was like, Now you done had your little fun, got this wench believing she run the joint. You need to put this heifer in her place. Abram, unbothered, replied, Look, miss, she's your servant. Handle your business, mum. Ooh, child. That was all the endorsement she needed. You thought the supervisor on your job was a miserable hag? But Sarai activated beast mode. So much so that Hagar was like, pregnant or not, bump this, I quit. Anywho, sis runs into an angel who asks her two pertinent questions. Where have you come from and where are you going? I could see her now, gearing up for this sob story. See what had happened was... But here's the kicker. The angel was like, no, 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 no. Turn right around. Go back and submit to the person you just told to kick rocks. Hashtag, er? Honey, it was about to be the ultimate. Now look here. There's only one woman in this house, if there ever was. Translation? Yeah, you could live here, but you abide by my rules. Then when row day comes, it's stay in your half of the house. Don't touch my cereal or my juice. But since you're here, make yourself useful, eh? Pay the bills, fix what's broken, lift the heavy stuff, take out the trash. You know, generally speaking, be what I need when I need and how I need. Capiche? And another thing, in case you were wondering, intimacy is out of the question, so get it out of your mind now. But isn't that how we treat our relationship with God? We only want to separate church and state when it's convenient. Or benefits us. Permanent separation. It's like defaulting on the phone contract you got during a promotion. Not only do you now have to pay for the device, the monthly price just went up. Hashtag yesterday's price is not today's price. Yes, you can stay with a carrier, but that deal no longer applies. When you live apart from your spouse without intention to reconcile, but you are not divorced, the law considers you permanently separated. In my mind, and I could be reaching, but a permanent separation is the same as divorce to me. Permanent suggests unmovable, lasting forever. I'm fairly sure God didn't want to just oust Saul, but Mr. was doing for more. I mean the absolute most. Blatantly not following instructions, dipping and dabbling in things that went against God ordinances. It really only took one false move for Saul to be rejected. Hashtag deal breaker. Even though he was rejected, he still remained king. God just wasn't on his run. And that's what I call a dangerous situation. Sometimes though, even when it's our own stupid fault, we mourn a situation longer than we should woefully reminiscing on all the feel-good moments while we cry our eyes out to the latest Adele track. Hashtag fun times. Samuel was said person, all in his feelings that Saul was no longer the chosen one. After all, he was the one to anoint Saul. Sort of like how women be there the whole time while dude had nothing. 
the minute there's a come up and he has to make a different choice, Miss Ride or Die can't understand what the other chick has that she don't. Hashtag why her and not me. How long will you mourn Saul for I have rejected him? Asked God. Similar to our friends who be like, girl, seriously, you still moping over that old scallywag? Hashtag SMT. Let me give it to you from the SSUV. Stop slapping up version. How long will you mourn homeboy? How long will you mourn the loss of the good job? How long will you mourn the friends that left? How long will you mourn the repossessed car? How long will you mourn the demotion? How long will you keep checking back on something that you said you left to God? How long do you intend to blatantly not do what God asks you to do under the guise that you aren't ready? How long? Separated spouses are solely responsible for paying any debt they take on. In a similar fashion, spouses who are permanently separated do not share in any property or income acquired by the other spouse. It's like y'all have a prenup with a no dumbness allowed clause. Should you do that one thing, you get zilch, nada, I mean nothing. Hashtag naked you born, hashtag naked you shall return. Legally separated. This is what I like to call the hedging your bet fund. Not quite insurance, but in cation. You know, in case it doesn't work out. It's like the ex who says, so we can't be friends then, after he done cheated on you. No N-E-G-R-O, we cannot. The legal separation process differs from divorce or marriage, because while you are no longer married, you're not divorced either. So technically, you can't marry anyone else. My church girls know we don't want to leave God totally, but we like to make sure the hem of his garment is in close proximity, the poster child of being lukewarm, and you know how God feels about that. I want to be married, but I want to be single too. We want to do the bare minimum in relationships, but get maximum benefit. We don't want to put out, if you catch my drift, but we want to be fawned upon and cooed over like we're the cutest newborn baby. No, sorry, love. Your newborn baby smell has worn off. Your neck smells good and pukey at this point. Now, don't at me. I'm single, never been married, but logically, being legally separated makes no sense. But there's something about being lukewarm that even to this very day, we can't seem to shake its hold. You know who liked to be legally separated? Those humans known as the children of Israel. Every time I read about them, I get more annoyed. And I get annoyed because the saying holds true that the thing that bothers you most about others is the thing that bothers you about yourself. Translation, no, I don't want to be with you but I don't want to leave either. I'm going to stay right here in this house so you can be miserable as me, all while complaining about everything you do that irks me. Hashtag big yikes. At first, leaving Egypt made sense. One minute they were grateful, the next minute they were complaining. Oh, we hungry. So God sent manna and quail. But now we thirsty too. Bam, water from the rock. Hashtag aquafina. You know what? We sick of you and your imaginary God, Moses. So they made a golden calf. But there is no betrayal like when your own 
who should know your struggle, complains. Nothing like when your partner is the one leading the coup against you. Hashtag the enemy of my enemy lives in my house. Here comes Miriam, his sister, and Aaron, his right hand, siding with the complainers. Translation, dude bought the whole table, chairs, and the feast, but you showed up, ate, drank, belched, wiped your mouth, never even said thank you, or offered to help clean the dishes. It wasn't enough that the plagues didn't harm them. It wasn't enough that they literally had a personal GPS, cloud by day and fire by night, hashtag Google Maps who. Still, it wasn't enough that the sea didn't drown them. But for these ungrateful pariahs, enough was never enough. But there they were on the cusp of getting into the promised land and bam. Oh, those giants are too big. Translation, that looks like hard work. Or, huh? You expect me to give you my whole check for the down payment on the house? How dare you ask me to actually work? I mean, actually contribute after all these years. If look what you could get when you tired of what you got was a person. Legal separation means both parties are stuck in a halted position. If either person lingers in that position too long, one will eventually get weak and potentially become a casualty of war. At that point, you might as well conclude that the only way out is death. Unfortunately for a whole generation, that was precisely how the story ended. None of those adults who left Egypt made it to the promised land, including Moses. That's divorce. The severing of the two that became one. It is impossible to be separated and still be whole. If you remove a limb from your body, bit by bit it dies and can't be reattached. While the body itself can live, it is no longer functioning at full capacity. Translation, after a separation, those two people are never the same. Bruh, as a single person, I just have one question. How you all out here doing life at odds with your partner? But the better question is, how can you have a partner without first forming an alliance with God? Look, I'm not an idiot. I'm well aware relationships are hard work, but it's even more work when there is no common denominator. I don't care who you are or where you're at or what homie did to you. I'm telling you to fix it. Nothing extraordinary can be accomplished alone, but don't take my word for it. Matthew says, Again, I say to you that if two believers on earth agree, that is, are of one mind, in harmony, about anything that they ask within the will of God, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Hashtag, and they lived happily ever after. Hashtag, the end.